Hello and welcome. This is Pepin from Pepin Reacts. And today we have another recap of a show that we watched called Breaking Bad. Now what happened? Well, hard drive, encryption, blah, blah, lost the first five reactions. So we're doing a recap on our thoughts to give you ideas. We've seen it to season three, episode one. So, uh, I mean, we're ahead. So we're going to try not to spoil you. I've seen the show before, kind of not really up to season two, episode six. But, you know, meter seen the whole thing. No spoilers. Feel free to walk ahead. Whatever. I don't care. Anyway, let's get into this. All right. So this episode opens up with Vault finishing having some rough sex with Skylar. Very nice. And he gets up to wash himself <laughs> on the bathroom. It, it just, you're messing me up, Meter. <laughs> and he looks at himself in the mirror. So what does he see? He sees himself. Or does he? And 12 hours before that, a pantless Walt and a black guy Jesse hire a truck driver to pull up the RV out of the ditch. Afterwards, do agree to end the criminal partnership as soon as they deal with the bodies of Emilio and Crazy Eight. Yeah, because they essentially have a little mess to clean up, and now they're like, how do we get rid of these bodies? Otherwise, they might get traced back to them and then be culpable. So it's kind of interesting. Walt tries to make some money, and now he's having to dispose of bodies. So Walt gets the engine finally at this RV, which is decrepit to turn over, and a sound alerts them to the fact that the dead men isn't dead. Oh, yeah, that's right, because they're, like, started coughing or something. So they thought Emilio and Crazy Eight were dead, but really, they weren't. Well, so one Meter, of them wasn't. Wait, Emilio wasn't? Was it Crazy, Crazy Eight? Crazy Eight was still alive. Emilio's dead. Oh, okay. Well, in that case, one of them still lived. <laughs> so that definitely, like, gives, like, a different, like, a bad moral dilemma there. Like, mm -hmm. you know, what do you do? Do you put him in the hospital? If you put him in the hospital, then he's going to rat you out. You're dead, right? You're going to be going to jail. Uh, like, there's no way out of that besides, like, getting rid of him. Like, at least at least if you're trying not to go to jail. If you're trying to, like, save yourself, that's the only way out, I think. Uh, what do you think, Peter? Um... Yeah, I mean, uh, there's not a lot of options. Um, I think bringing them to the hospital, you know, you don't, if you're in that, that business, you don't rat. So there's reason to believe that they wouldn't rat, but there's still that risk. Uh, and how risk adverse is Walt in this situation is the question. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'll say that with the scene where Walt finishing the rough sex, like Skyward was a bit surprised by getting initiated with that sex. Uh, and she kind of liked it, right? She's like, ooh, I kind of like this Walt. And he kind of looked himself in the mirror. I'm trying to remember the scene exactly. We have like a faint image of it. But I think it's one of those serious couple of things of like you look in the mirror and you don't quite recognize yourself because he, he kind of changed a lot from like that moment from the day prior. Mm -hmm. So yeah. it makes a lot of sense to me. So then we go into act one. The morning that followed walt wakes up to a naked bathroom on his floor what does that mean i don't know so walt's breakfast with his family is interrupted but jesse calls his house posing as a telemarketer oh that's right jesse's like hey yo yo got some stuff to sell to you and you know walt's like shit so then walt eventually finds some privacy and jesse's like hey yo help me out get a crazy eight's body and emilio's body we need to get rid of them and you know, Walt's just like, hey, I got work, can't do this. You know, Walt still has a lot of monetary concerns because I don't think they've sold any meth at this point either. Uh, I, I think that's the least of their problems. So eventually, Walt leaves school and 
uh, Skylar attempts to trace the call uh, from Jesse's profane voice message, and uh, it, it, it gives her the idea that maybe Walt wasn't talking to a telemarketer. Uh, Jesse and Walt are anything less but conspicuous. Like, especially Jesse, because what, what was it? He had, like, uh, his name was Captain Cook or something. Yeah. Like, that, that ain't a good idea right there. I mean, that's kind of kind of kind of exposing yourself a little bit. So, at school, Walt mishears a student asking about the murder in the midterm. That's right, because it's one of those things where it's not a Freudian slip, per se, but it's like a same kind of concept, but internally. Like, mm-hmm. your, your brain just swaps words, and I've had that happen before. It's really annoying. So, then after the class, he raids the chemistry supply for hydrofluoric acid. Meanwhile, Jesse hears more noises coming from the RV. When he looks out his window, he's stunned to see the vehicle door wide open and Crazy 8 nowhere to be found. So Walt's trying to find some supplies here to like get rid of the body, and Crazy 8's like, peace out, I'm out of here. And th- that's got to be a stressful situation, especially Crazy 8 just kind of walked through the neighborhood, like anyone could find him. It's, you know, not a good situation. So driving to Jesse's house in his Pontiac Aztec, wow, they're very specific on the car in this thing. Walt encounters an cr- injured crazy eight, so Walt even came across him, stumbling down the middle of the suburban street. Walt waves towards the car, but crazy eight recognizes the voice and tries to escape. That's right, he's kind of hoffling around, and eventually he just knocks himself with a tree, and then Walt puts him in the car. And I think this is the first little part where we have a little bit of dark comedy. Uh, mm. t- you know, we have Crazy Eight just middle of the street like a zombie, just kind of like, uh, uh. He sees his uh, attacker, rather his vindicator. I don't know what you call him exactly. He's like, ah, oh, gotta get away. And just knocks himself out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I mean, it's really lucky that Walt's the one who found him because you're right. Anybody could have seen him and done something about it. But Walt's the one who happens to see him. So at the Walt residence, Skylar comes across a website that contains Jesse and his social media profiles. And I think this is the one where it's like she sees the website. He's got like a bunch of weed and stuff and just cool stuff. And it says like, most, most, most milfs. What does he want? Yeah. Most, most, most milfs. And Skyler, you know, you might be lucky enough to be part of that. Oh, you're not going to clap? If she has a third kid, then she can be milf, milf, milf. Oh, okay. So that's what the milfs. Okay, I thought it was just the nut, like how good of a milf you are, like you know, like a level of attraction. Mm-hmm. But really, it's just the amount of kids. Yeah, it compounds. Uh, Every time you have a kid, you add a milf. Hmm. I see. I see. So, hmm. My I know mom, she's a milf. Me. Don't finish that sentence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I I I knew where that was going. Like, as soon as I'm tired, that's not staying in the episode. <laughs> that's really funny. I was just I thinking about stays. mother. <laughs> it's just like shit. <laughs> I hope that stays in the episode because that's very good. Uh, okay, uh, let's go with somebody else's mom who's really hot. Mm-hmm. There we go. They might be a milf milf if they had two kids. Anyway, that's true. Walt brings the conscious crazy back to Jesse's house where to take him to the basement. Ooh, we're going to the basement this early in the season too. That's, that's pretty crazy. And they secure him to a pole with a bike lock around his neck. And 
it, it, it's Mike. If you haven't seen the episode for some reason or listened to her commentary, you gotta see this thing because this is like a, a little bit brutal, right? It's kind of hard to watch, very uncomfortable, and it's hard to imagine how you escape with it like around your neck like that. Walt and Jesse try to argue about what to do next. The first priority is to dispose of Neely's body and destroy the evidence. Walt suggests that they use hydrofluoric acid to break down the corpse. They also agree that they have to kill Crazy Eight. The duo toss a coin to see what will they will do. Jesse wins the twenty cost to dispose of Emilio's body. Thus, it is up to Walt to kill Crazy Eight. Jesse has to buy the specific plastic bin so he can properly dispose of the body. However, upon visiting the supply store, an impatient Jesse can't find one that's big enough for the body. That's right, because Walt gives him like very specific instructions to buy one that's like polyurethane or something like that. Yeah. Uh, and it's, I believe it's because that polyurethane won't react with the hydrofluoric acid. Right. And Jesse's just kind of like, I can't find it. Shit. Well, I guess I'll just get this one. Mm-hmm. Or maybe even found one, but just wasn't big enough. Uh, I forget if he, which, which one it was or if it was he, both. He finds one and it's not big enough, so he doesn't buy any. Oh, I see. I see. So they have this argument about who's going to kill Crazy Eight and... They both agree that it has to happen, right? Because they both want to get out scot-free, uh, which is kind of interesting, like, character-wise. Like, at this point, you root for them because they are they are trying to cover up their murder. Or mm-hmm. maybe it's not even a murder. I, I think it's more where they're trying to cover up their their uh, inductment into the meth business, at least Walt's inductment. But I would... It, it's, it's kind of hard to, to root for them at this point, you know? They're talking about murdering somebody, and neither wants to do it. Mm-hmm. Emilio, I would call self-defense, not murder. Um, maybe manslaughter. I don't know if that falls under that same category. Crazy Eight, they're talking about murdering him. Yeah, yeah. Mm, hmm So at Jesse's house, Walt is reluctant to kill Crazy Eight. Ends up serving... The- oh, yeah, that's right. So this is where Walt is just like, oh, I don't want to kill him. And then just feels bad and gives him the sandwich because I think he said something about being hungry yeah and also gives him some toiletries and yep. uh crazy it's a little bit skeptical because it's like is this poison but you know he looks at walt and he's like uh yeah this is not poison so in order to relieve some stress uh walt smokes some marijuana and uh then jesse comes home and is like hey well uh how did murder go you know they're like a married couple or something and walt's like i'll just take care of him tomorrow and then he leaves to meet Skyler at a hospital for her sonogram. It's weird that Walt was played by um, Christian Bale for that one scene. <laughs> well, he gets a lot of inspiration uh, from movie characters, don't you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, we have cell phones in this movie. We know the movie's inspired by the real world, right? It's true. Uh, also, we'll just call out the fact that all these phones are kick-ass. Mm-hmm. I'm just amazed by them. So then Walt's just like, hey... Or rather, she goes Walt, Walt's at the baby's office or whatever, and then yeah. Skyra's like, hey, Walt, wish this whole thing with Jesse. And Jesse's like, or Walt's just like, I gotta come true here. I've been smoking weed. Yeah. And Skyra's just like, oh my god. Mm-hmm. And Zoe covers her face with her mouth. Like, yeah. very, very dramatic. So, I I, I think, I don't want to put it this way, but Skylar could be described as a little bit of a Karen to some degree. 
I don't think she is really, but like she kind of has that like prudishness to her. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, I don't know. Maybe. I could see her being Karen-esque for other reasons, but I don't know about for prudish reasons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So, Walt struggles to keep his secrets in check at work while Jesse removes Emilio's body from the RV. That's right, because Jesse's job is to dispose of Emilio's body, and he's going to do it with uh, hydrofluoric acid. So, as he's dragging the body across the driveway, Skyler appears at the front gate, and Jesse is just kind of like, oh, shit. And then Skyler's like, hey, Jesse, guess what, Mr. Bad Guy? My brother-in-law, or his brother-in-law, is a DEA. I don't think, did Jesse know that at that point? I think no. he did. No? Okay. And then he's like, Jesse, you got to stop selling pot to my husband. And then they have a little back and forth. And like Skyler's like, I don't know, she put on like her uh, her britches that day. Like she's just like, Ugh. and Jesse's just kind of like, uh, how do I play this? He's just like very awkward and just, you know, they, they kind of have a thing. And I think Skyler walked away a little bit like proud of herself. She's like, hey, I told that guy. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it, it, I don't know. That was a very interesting scene that we dissected, like in full detail. And I wish we still had that because it was super, super fascinating. <laughs> good <But> tease. <laughs> good. Te- <laughs> Guess what, guys? You'll never see it. <laughs> Jesus. So then Jesse's, he hauls the body off, and it's like, okay, gas mask time, bathtub time. So then he gets Emilio to take a bath mm-hmm. and uh eventually walt comes back and sees jesse and uh jesse's like hey yo skylar your girl she visited me and now emilio's in the bathtub just chilling out he's not in a plastic container though because they weren't big enough and then once was like oh shit and then he kind of goes up there and the sizzling liquid from the ceiling and all of a sudden we see Emilio burst from the roof or ceiling, whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. And he's in a liquefied state. And they're like, well, this is shitty. Yeah. And that's how the episode ends. Oh, actually, nope, that's not how the episode ends. Apparently, they're out in the <laughs> desert and at the side of the cook, and two Native American children kick a ball, and one picks up the gas mask. And I, th- I think that was like when we watched that, it's kind of hinting that maybe there's a trail that's being found that they're not mm-hmm. even aware of. Like they didn't think of the gas mask. That's just something that happened in the act. Yep. So they're trying to cover their tracks, but they're missing like their footprints mm-hmm. or other, other prints, their fingerprints. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so meter, g- give me a general thought there on uh, s- some of this last scene here. Um, I mean, so it's, it's a lot of Jesse being obstinate. I think it's a lot of the, um, you know, teacher student mentality that these two have, uh, specifically of, you know, Walt feeling like Jesse's not applying himself because he's not listening. He's not like following Walt's directions. Walt's like, I'm giving you directions for a reason. And Jesse's like, well, I found another way. And then it turns out that Jesse's way actually made a bigger mess than, the resolution of doing it right the first time mm-hmm. so jesse's trying to find shortcuts and walt's trying to explain to him why shortcuts don't work and it just creates an even bigger mess and both parties made bigger messes out of their situations where walt is continuing to keep somebody hostage 
who he's supposed to be handling. And Jesse is literally making a mess out of what was once a very contained body is now all over his house. Hmm. That's a great point. Cause, uh, I, I, both, both are just like fucking it up. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I think when I watched this, that was more like critical of Jesse in the mistake because I don't know, it's a science thing, not a moral mm-hmm. conundrum, but you know, if you're going to kill someone, well, actually, I can't say it. I'm just going to say you don't give him, like, a last meal or whatever. But, you know, they, they actually do do that. <laughs> so, but, you know what I'm trying to say. Like, you don't kind of buddy up to somebody like that. And, you know, Walt's kind of just dicking around and messing stuff up. And Jesse's doing it. I think Jesse, a little bit worse, though. Because, like, having liquefied remains and no bathtub, that's, that's, not, a, that's not a good thing. I mean, it's arguable that Jesse has, like, gotten gotten further into actually doing his task, though, because he actually did part of it. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And Walt didn't. So, you know, I think Walt fucks up through inaction, and Jesse's fucking up through rash action, and they're, mm. like, opposite ends of the spectrum in that way. Right, right. Yeah, that, that's interesting. That, there's a little bit of moral there, you know, mm-hmm. if you're going to dispose of a body, uh, take your time. Yeah, maybe they need to swap, and uh, Crazy Eight needs to get in the bathtub. Hmm. Yeah, Crazy Eight bathtub. Uh, Emilio, feed him his last meal. It'll be great, mm-hmm. and everything will work out. Exactly. So, uh, anything left to say, Meter? Uh, no, I think this is a big, a big setup episode. A lot of uh, tiny plot movements. Uh, I know we had originally talked. We talked a lot about Walt's lying ability. Uh, in this episode, because he is constantly lying to Skylar and she could just keeps like doing a tiny bit of research and figuring it out. Like he lies about the telemarketer, which was an awful lie. She calls him back and realizes it's Jesse. Then the first time that he's successful in a lie is really by not lying, by saying that he sells it, that like he's where I get my pot from. It's mm-hmm. like mostly a lie, but it, there's truth in that. And that's where he's able to like find his niche of getting away with it. And Skylar still takes action, but then mm-hmm. he's kind of like in the clear a little bit more. It explains some of what he's been doing, but it's also it's him admitting to something minor to cover up something major. And I think that's an interesting um, growth uh, or backpedal, if you will, uh, in Walt as a person. Yeah, they say that's a great way to lie is uh, you combine like like you, you you lie by telling the truth a little bit, right? You throw a little bit of the truth in there, and then at the very least, your body doesn't betray you as much. Or mm. maybe it's just more convincing that we sell it. But I, th- I think it's mostly just a function of your body doesn't betray you. Mm. Uh, and sometimes you can do like red herrings, right? You know, like you you tell a lie, but it it wasn't a lie. It just wasn't the truth about what what actually happened. You know. The, Smoking weed would be a good example of that. You know, he did do that. He did get it from Jesse, but it's completely separate from the whole actual issue, which is the meth. Yeah, and I mean, nobody knows about his cancer still. Oh yeah, that's right. He he's he's kept up from uh, Skyler. Yeah. And uh, at this point, what is what is Walt doing this for? Uh, Because I think in the episode one, we kind of. Or I, I kind of came to the idea that he was probably doing it for uh, his cancer. Uh, you, you know, just, just that wit's end and a little bit desperate. But I don't think it's explored yet in these two episodes. What do you mean what he's doing it for? 
what wh- why he's got into the meth business oh no it's pretty pretty clear why because okay. he knows he doesn't have much time and he has a baby on the way and mm-hmm. wants to be able to provide for them when he's dead right right okay okay so i think we'll end this one right here if you guys love this reaction you should like their video if you guys hate this reaction just don't like the video because it's it's something that you can do for us to me to everyone on the planet earth comments say hey yo milfs 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 and i'll know what you're talking about she won't it's okay why she's your mom how would she know so you guys have a great rest of your day and thank you because this is pepin from pepin reacts